0: Welcome to the No More
1: Leafies podcast. I'm Jackie. And I'm Danielle, and we're just two best friends and ex-blockbuster employees re-watching some of the best and worst movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. This week, we are talking about the raunchy Christmas comedy, Bad Santa, with our guest, David. Welcome, David! Hello! Hello! So happy to be here. <laughs> oh, so excited. Oh, so excited to have you here, and this is our... Christmas episode it is Can and David
0: tell? got <laughs> us these custom hashtag Rema listening no more late fees Santa hats um si, which, is a ref-
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is a reference to an amazing review he left us and came up with this brand new word of reminiscing and listening together
3: Rema listening Rema listening <laughs> Rema listening <laughs>
0: We'll just do ASMR for the episode.
1: (laughs) But before we dive in, let's get into some, if you love the podcast and you want to support us, here are a few ways you can.
0: Did you know writing a review and or rating us helps us get more listeners? If you want to be featured and help us grow, head to Apple, Spotify, Podchasers, Good Pods, or your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review. Have you subscribed to our show? on your favorite podcast platform yet do it
3: (laughs) do it do it
2: do it now (laughs) do it good
0: (laughs) i almost i almost sang the next line david you can't do that to me sorry
2: it's bad santa so it'll be all right
0: it would fit right in (laughs) yes it would if you want exclusive content, stickers, lives, and access to our Burned ot Spotify playlist, head over to patreon.com slash no more late fees and become a Patreon bestie. And soon we are adding exclusive GIFs that you can download and use to react in your text messaging life.
2: I what a like... holiday gift.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was literally enthralled like, what are we giving away? <laughs> we talked about this last night yeah we did (laughs) but are you surprised are you not entertained (laughs)
0: that might just be our next one (laughs) so we do want to point out that in this episode we do have a trigger warning for a couple of things obviously high alcohol use and alcohol abuse as well as an attempted suicide so just an fyi Danielle,
1: yes. enlighten
0: us. What is bad Santa? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Let me just get a
1: drink to
0: help I know. set the mood. I feel like I need just like a bottle of Jack. <laughs> yeah.
1: In this dark comedy, the crotchety, which one of my favorite words, top 10,
3: <laughs> Willie
1: T. Stokes and his partner reunite for a holiday con every year. Posing as a mall Santa and his elf, they rip off shopping outlets on Christmas Eve. This year, however, Willie is falling apart. He's depressed, he's an alcoholic, and his erratic behavior draws the suspicion of mall security. But when befriending a small boy brings out his kinder side, Willie begins to wonder if there is still some
2: hope for him.
0: I'm going to say no. You said small boy and my brain went to...
2: <laughs> How small are we
0: talking yeah,
2: Relative term.
0: Young boy. <laughs> he, he was in third grade, so I mean he's yeah. But... He would he just
1: yeah. <laughs> anywho, the movie stars Billy Bob Thornton, Tony Cox, Lauren Graham, Brett Kelly, Lauren Torn, John Tom. Ritter. Um, who's
0: Lauren Tom? I will tell you in a second once we get to cast. Okay. Mm. John Ritter.
1: Cloris Leachman, and Bernie Mac. The movie was directed by Terry Zwigoff. Yeah, you did good. Okay, because I wasn't sure. And it was written by Glenn Fakara and John Requa. Requa? Hmm. Sure. Sorry. Probably. (laughs) Sorry for that, man. Never seen him before. And you can watch this on Amazon Prime. You can rent it for $3.99. Where did you guys watch it?
2: I got mine on YouTube TV. Almost Uh. got it on Amazon. I should have.
1: I have it on DVD, but your girl don't know how to pl- use her DVD player. Oh,
2: Danielle. You
1: mean um, like you me with
2: Zoom?
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, I own it on iTunes. Shocking. Uh. <laughs> but before we start, let's get into our ratings rewind. So you know the drill. Before we get into the movie, we'll reveal the rating our Y2K versions of ourselves would give. Then at the end, we'll see if our current selves agree with our initial rating. Our scale consists of would buy it, would buy it again. The best would play and repeat. Five day rental. Would watch again. Two day rental.
1: Okay, but nothing to write home about. And same day rental. (laughs) There's so many like (laughs) euphemisms and analogies (laughs) to this movie that I could use for trash. Because it's trash everywhere. Like in his (laughs) car. But I'm just going to straight up trash, trash, garbage. Basura.
3: (laughs)
0: David, what is your rating, your Y2K rating of Bad Santa?
2: Man, let me tell you, (laughs) I'm straight edge these days. Like, I'm pretty much a Boy Scout for the most part. But is this my guilty pleasure, these types of movies? because it's everything that I wouldn't do being done and it's hysterical. <laughs> so, back in middle school and the high school, that's when you think you're a big know-it-all. So, for sure, for me, it was right up my alley. It was would buy it would buy it again. So, oh yeah. That was Not all me. See. I owned it. I owned it. <laughs>
1: I too owned it and I at the time thought this was the most hilarious thing I had ever seen in my life so I'm right there with you
3: mm-hmm.
0: now Jackwell same would buy it I owned it a favorite of the Conley family interestingly enough I'm not surprised there
3: <laughs> so strange yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> the heart yeah. wants what it wants <laughs> now you said
1: you were going to talk about Lauren and tom we're at the cast i'm very curious we're
0: not at the t- cast we're at box office danielle
1: well i scrolled by the imdb casting
0: i just oh, want to know who she is i will tell you in a minute you're going to be shocked shook it or sh- just shocked shook it oh
1: all right, box office numbers. So this movie had a budget of $23 million. Oh. Um, <laughs> and it made $76.5 million. Not credit. bad. It did pretty well. A lot of cheddar coming out of this movie. It was a the movie was executive produced by the Cohen brothers. The two writers of this movie essentially approached them and said, Hey, we want to you to direct one of a movie, one of the movies that we write. The Cohen brothers do not direct movies that they don't write Mm -hmm. but they said hey we've been having this idea about like a really naughty alcoholic santa that we think you should write well exactly you know we'll produce but we're not going to direct it and the director actually just came off of his hit or indie hit ghost world and that's how the magic got started and i think it's dimension films but miramax bought it so it just kills me every time we gotta mention those eight. I know, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of dirt in the casting, so I'm not gonna skip over it. Before we, I'm gonna talk about some <laughs> of this stuff. So the director wanted, like, he had a few people in mind who he wanted. The Cohen brothers went. They initially tailored the roles for specific actors, in you know movies that they've done in the past. So, they had like certain people in mind, like Angus T. Jones, who you may know as the half of Two and a Half Men TV mm-hmm. show, to play Thurman. Zwigoff was like, nah, <laughs> I got other people in mind. So, he cast Tony Cox for the role of Marcus and Brett Kelly for Thurman. And it caused some like fighting and disagreements between him and the Coen brothers. And the Coen brothers really didn't like the casting of Thurman. They said they hate him. This is a child. I'm sorry. Wow. The most perfect casting choice ever. Yeah. They And apparently Dimension, the studio, was pining for a more Disney-like generic cute kid. No. Like Angus uh, <laughs> T. Jones. And Z- Zwigoff. pretty much was like, I don't really care. I want these people and it got so bad that he threat like when they were trying to change it to like a cuter actor. he threatened to walk off set. he was about to and it was actually Billy Bob Thornton who stepped in who did a read with with Brett Kelly. yeah. and he was like, the kid's great. best read I've had so far with these kids. So he kind of stepped in so it wasn't good. And it wasn't the only casting like they were when it came to Tony Cox, who was amazing in this movie.
3: They were, like,
1: they were like, they're like, we so didn't. Good. I gotta read this perfectly because it was hard for me to finish my notes after seeing uh, this. I know. They said they couldn't see the guy being black. The director mm. Zwigoff explained. He said, "I don't see the guy being black. I think the fact of him being three foot six is the overriding characteristic of the guy. I don't think it matters." I just think this guy is really funny in the part and they thought it would ruin the film. Wow. No other no other characteristics, they didn't say he was a bad actor. They didn't say like personally they didn't like him, but the, the chemistry fact, was off, nothing. nothing. Just the fact That's that insane. he was black. Oh,
3: that
0: is, is
2: insane that they were vocal like that about yeah. something like that.
0: So who was he arguing with? who do I need to be mad at the Cohen
1: brothers which the Cohen brothers and the studios and the I'm sure the Weinsteins like yeah look hindsight is 2020 we can look back now and know that this one still exists within the Hollywood s- mm-hmm. system and know that it was prevalent because all we had to do is look at the cast of the movies that we grew up watching yep. and know that they weren't there wasn't any diversity, really. And if you look at the Coen Brothers films, are we surprised? No. Think of every movie they've done. I don't recall. I don't know any Black people in the movies. More Maybe like Sprinkle, maybe. I can't even think of any right now. Just saying. So You're right. not surprised at, at, in the slightest. Pissed, yes, as a human being, but mm-hmm. Gross.
2: The I'm fact glad. that Tony Cox was in that role made the movie so great.
3: Mm-hmm. And so even, good.
2: Even in that office scene where they're trying to get him fired. like <laughs> They use that. They use that. Yes. The
1: there are some things that, and I will get to them, that I definitely was given. some. I had some questionable thoughts.
0: You had about. some side
1: eye? I definitely had some side eye, but you're right. The guy made the part. And, you know, Most of these movies, especially in that time period, him being a little person, they did make a lot of jokes of his stature, but it didn't feel like punching down because of- It felt like
0: he was in on it. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it didn't feel like a lot of the other movies of that time where it's an easy target. Because he
1: could keep up. I I think Mm -hmm. if any other actor had played it, it wouldn't have had that like- And him- Keeping up with Bernie Mac, there's no way, there's no way another actor would have been able to do to do that.
0: And Billy Bob Thornton, like, yeah, yeah true. Huh. Homeboy was drunk the entire movie.
3: <laughs> he, he
2: yeah, he was. He, <laughs> he must was have been drinking for real.
1: <laughs> he was. He said he was
0: method That's
2: acting. Wild. Mm.
0: <laughs> he <laughs> was like, "This is the perfect part. The perfect part. I don't even have to stop <laughs> drinking for this fucking <laughs> movie. I could just show up hammered every day, but." Like the things he had to do and the lines he had to deliver, I'm sure a lot of it was ad-libbed, but like he never was like really slurring. I'm like, man, Billy Bob can handle his liquor enough to like, <laughs> he is a functioning alcoholic pulling off this performance. Listen, listen to this. Billy Bob Thornton has said
1: that he was genuinely, genuinely intoxicated during some of the filming in the escalator fall scene he actually passed out after drinking three glasses <laughs> of red wine for breakfast followed by vodkas cranberry juice and a few bud lights oh, now what goodness. makes me quite like what i hear when they say vodkas not a vodka and cranberry juice i feel like that man drank vodka and then add some cranberry <laughs> <laughs> to balance it out yes <laughs> like sometimes when i have too much salty food i think i just drink a bunch of water and it'll dissolve in my body that's not how it works it just
2: just dispersed from head to toe right it is
1: the water the salt is gone
0: (laughs) (laughs) the water absorbs the salt because you know what that's science (laughs) y'all Mm -hmm. you were studying to become a pharmacist so
1: you must know also some casting notes they were when it came to Billy Bob Thornton's role they were thinking about Robert De Niro Jack Nicholson and Bill Murray but Bill Murray really liked the script but he had signed on to do Lost in Translation and it just the scheduling conflict and Jack Nicholson same thing he was doing something's gotta give don't know what happened with Robert De Niro
2: they Bill do, Murray so. would have been an interesting choice. It I, would have been different, yeah. but but he, he would have brought his own element into that.
1: I He's agree. very good at playing an asshole. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's I don't think he is. he is a real <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Just well,
0: as then. Billy Bob was method acting being <laughs> drunk every day,
3: <laughs> Bill Murray yeah. would have
0: been method acting the asshole. <laughs> I'm kind of glad he didn't do it though, because- He
1: already did like Scrooge, you Mm -hmm. know, so I don't find it necessary for him to have done this one. So yeah, Billy Bob was literally perfect for this role. Definitely. (laughs) I'm ready for who this lady is. (laughs) Okay,
0: so do you remember... When Ross went on an archaeological dig in China and brought back a girlfriend on oh, friend. Yeah, that, that's the wife. That's Julie. Really? That's Lauren Tom. Yeah. Yeah, that's Julie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, oh you know my what? Goodness. I, <laughs> I, I, was like, I was like, who is that lady? She looks familiar. And I googled it. I'm like, that's Julie. That's Julie. I not knew- Rachel Julie. <laughs> I knew it was her when
1: I, you know, whenever I saw the movie, I knew it was her, obviously, because her voice is so recognizable. Mm-hmm. But I guess when we were doing this, I didn't know what her real name was. So
0: <laughs> I'm sitting here <laughs> waiting for a real. Oh, sorry. Drop, and I, <laughs> I was head. shocked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got me. I oh, good. Didn't know who she was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She was done so dirty on that damn show, but that's a whole nother story (laughs) for another day. All right,
0: let's dive in. Okay. So the movie opens and it's just a generic pub, and there's a holiday party going on. And Willie, played by Billy Bob Thornton, is drunk at the end of the bar, watching all of the merriment unfold. And we get some voiceover. Nothing has sucked ass more than this at the gate. And his dad was abusive, but taught him how to crack safes. So that's what he does. He is a department store mall Santa. And then on Christmas Eve, after it closes, he breaks into the state safe and steals all the money with the help of his friend what's what's the guy's name I can't remember now Marcus Marcus (laughs) played by Tony Cox so that's kind of his racket and then he goes and he pisses his money all away during the year just being drunk and then rinse and repeat so that is (laughs) Willie and Marcus in this scene calls him out
1: Cause he's like, I'm I'm going straight, man. I'm not I'm not gonna be doing this again. This is my last gig. And Marcus yeah. like, yeah, be fucking for real. Okay, we'll see. I'll, <laughs> I'm sure when I call your ass next year, you'll be right back here. He's like, you can't even keep your shit together, you know? Like, he's a raging alcoholic. So he proves that he's gonna be fine by when the bartender asks for another, he's like, oh, <laughs> do you want another drink? He's like, I'm good. You're already you're already wasted. You're not doing anything. <laughs>
2: Jeez. You know, point proven when he pisses himself with a kid on
1: him. <laughs> oh, Ridiculous. God. That, that oh, like oh, God. <laughs> the whole movie I, I know we can't smell when we watch a movie but as I was watching, all I kept thinking of were the smells. Yes. <laughs> because <laughs> he's pissed himself, right? So mm-hmm. you know he smells in real time when these kids are coming to sit on him. Secondly, the alcohol is just like Coming yes. out of his pores. Oh, and you yeah. know that this man is not washing that suit. I I'm going to say he has not washed that suit
0: for many seasons.
2: <laughs> that body odor, man.
0: <laughs> he does take a bath. Thurman runs him a very lovely bath. I ain't seen no
1: soap. <laughs> I didn't see not not a not a drop, not a bar, not a the stick. water was
0: murky though. Not a lot la- from his dirt,
1: baby girl. <laughs> he had not a wash rag, not a loofah, nothing. And you saw he was digging in his ass because it's dirty.
2: <laughs> he probably so- dug in his ass three or four times in that
3: movie. Oh, it's
1: <laughs> so good. And I'm gonna also say. He wears no underwear. Not just free balling in the Santa suit. That's how cause if you think about it, I just feel like the retch round to dig was real easy. Like, you know, <laughs> there wasn't a like a, a layer, it was just smooth operator. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: It's part of his method acting. Yeah. Like, you know? It's just he's gotta get in the zone.
1: I was really waiting for him to go like this. That's all I was like I was oh, watching. Because no. it felt like a move he would do was sniff his hand afterwards.
0: Nasty. So Marcus's prediction does come true. We see we think <laughs> we see Willie in Miami and we think he's doing well for himself. He's got a bar on the beach. He's making drinks.
3: <laughs> this man
0: straight up just went behind a bar and was making himself a drink. He did not work there. The owner was not happy with him. There was a huge fight. He gets thrown over the bar. It was a an deal. I That's... have
2: to say, this is a poor man's Miami where they filmed. Yes. Of their <laughs> this I'm... Miami was awful.
1: <laughs> I was going to ask you guys. Do you believe this was filmed in Miami at all?
3: I don't think so at all. It
1: It was a sound studio. (laughs) It was filmed in California. It was not at all in my, because I was like, I know our palm trees. And I know some (laughs) people might be like, palm trees are the same everywhere. They are not. The California palm trees are very different from our Miami ones. So I was like, "Mm, this is fake. But that scene where he was getting kicked out of the bar. When Billy Bob is trying to get over the bar,
2: I
3: feel he like failed. he was-
1: He supp-
2: tried to jump over and he just didn't. His legs were like, nope. How old are you, Billy Bob? You got how much alcohol in your system? It wasn't happening.
1: It was bad. So I feel like what was supposed to happen was that he was going supposed to be spry and jump over, <laughs> but he didn't make it. So the other actor, you could see the other actor struggling to like push his <laughs> legs over. I was dying laughing because I just knew that's not how it was supposed to be.
2: About yeah. <laughs> that bartender, he's a comedian. Yes. And, and standing in line at the very beginning, the parent, she was from Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She was the comedian as well. Yes, um,
0: yes, yes.
2: I'm like, there's comedians
0: Alexa, throughout Alex, this whole thing. Yeah. We're, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but I was like, is that octavia spencer yes it was playing the prostitute oval he <laughs> is oh an oscar winning actress <laughs> and she's just like bit part in bad santa so yeah.
1: when did spider-man come out the first spider-man that we did j- we did was it like 2000 2002 2002 2002. okay so she had a bit role in there so i was trying to figure out like when and this was 2002 as well oh okay so no
0: 2003 okay so she was still working her way but now it's like (laughs) i see you (laughs) i see (laughs) see
1: you, you octavia so because lauren graham's in here and I think it's Alex Borenstein is her name. I might've said that completely wrong from Marvelous Miss Maisel. So now I'm like, is Bad Santa a part of the Sherman Palladino universe? Because (laughs) they were both in Gilmore Girls and then she was also in Miss Maisel. Just a question, just wondering. Must be. Put it out
3: there. Plausible. So
0: Willie's back at his apartment. He's behind on rent and Marcus calls so we're going to Phoenix
1: (laughs) but he stops at the titty bar first and yes that's what I'm gonna call it because I like it better than strip club it's pretty boring he goes to the titty bar (laughs) and he picks up a dancer and okay well going back to my cleanliness this motherfucker has the audacity to tell her to go
3: take a shower (laughs) he's like you're sweaty
1: and she's like i'm a dancer and he's like i don't care go wash that ass but what about you sir (laughs) but what about you you be sitting in your dirty bath water with no soap
0: (laughs) (laughs) the things you notice and the things i notice are completely different (laughs) Y'all didn't notice that. That was just me.
3: That <laughs> was
2: just another gentleman at the, bar at the So You know, please forgive.
1: <laughs> so
0: he's so they... heading to
1: Nevada right now, or Arizona. Arizona? Arizona.
0: So he arrives. John Ritter is the mall manager, question yeah, mark? He's
2: like a general manager. <laughs>
0: I for half the movie, I'm like, what does Bernie Mac do? <laughs> he's security, girl. For the <laughs> you whole don't, but you don't know until halfway through the movie when he actually is doing his job. Before then, he's just sitting in an office <laughs> giving advice <laughs> and eating oranges like he has scurvy. <laughs> they said because he does metamucil too and so they're like the it's interpreted as the gag was he was constipated and so he was trying home remedies (laughs) to unplug himself Mm -hmm. He maybe he
1: needed a a nice enema
0: maybe
1: you know clear that out real
3: quick (laughs) Mm.
0: so we see the old santa is like being escorted out by john ritter and he's like i'm really sorry and it's all because Willie has an a little that's person. an actual little person. Yeah. That's why old Santa's being fired.
1: And that actor who plays old Santa, I like recognized him, but I
0: didn't know what his name was.
1: Do you guys, did you
0: guys recognize him? I recognized him. I'll see if I can find it. And so <laughs> Willie is being introduced <laughs> to John Ritter and this- he's not listening because he's so drunk. But he hears performance. (laughs) Is it a trigger word for him, you think? I'm sure he has whiskey dick like 99% of the time. He has to. So he's like, I'm good with my fuck stick or something to that effect. And he's yelling it in his Santa suit in the middle of a department store. And John Ritter's like, (laughs) and Marcus is like, dude, we've been here like two seconds. And you're yelling fuck stick, like calm your tits.
2: He pushed them way out of the screen after he said that. (laughs) It was great.
0: (laughs) And so then we see Bernie Mac and John Ritter is trying to explain to Bernie Mac why we need this santa as opposed to the old santa because there's a little person but he doesn't know what to call him and he's calling him all sorts of c terms for little people i do and like then he... that
1: bernie Mac corrects him in the yes. end which i was surprised that they used the right terminology
0: yes i i a hundred percent believe that was like a tony cox thing like yeah you, you, have, you to... have to fuck around and find out yeah exactly. you'll get pushed out of the scene too <laughs> and then he's like santa's already yelling fuck stick like what do i do with this information i can't find another santa so late in the game and bernie Max, like we'll keep an eye on him
2: <laughs> I-, I gotta go back to the description of little person okay okay <laughs> after he says midget dwarf he says not the kind with the fat sausage fingers, and I go, <laughs> "What? Yes, on earth? I could not believe it." And then I'm looking at his fingers to see what he's talking <laughs> about. And
3: I go,
0: "Oh my god,
3: I died!" It was I died.
0: And John Ritter plays this he plays so straight-laced, straight yeah. and oh, like yeah. what my, my dad adored quite a few like he had his set actors that he loved and john ritter was one of those actors which is originally why we saw this movie because john ritter's in it
3: (laughs) we did not know what
0: we were getting into (laughs) (laughs) i
1: i always like i was wondering why i associated your dad with john ritter and i was like i don't think they look alike why do Mm, now it makes sense
3: yep so (laughs) it,
0: it was for dad it was john ritter Tim Allen yeah William Shatner but that goes without saying so he had quite a few actors that he just absolutely loved and so John Ritter was one of them but yes John Ritter plays it like you would never think this (laughs) speech would ever come out of that man's mouth in a million years and then he's talking about sausage fingers and you're just like John Ritter stop
3: (laughs) yeah
1: I was like whoa when i was watching it now i don't know if i ever paid attention then of course but not. like now i was like whoa
0: that's ultra specific
2: <laughs> yes it was
0: <sighs>
2: a lot of the movie is
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really really is so uh-huh. now we see willie's first day on the job he's behind the santa throne <laughs> passed out so marcus has to go and wake him up he like stumbles over to the chair this is when he pees on himself while he has a kid in his lap and then we get the ice cream kid that
1: (laughs) uh, you know that made me i i paused it (laughs) Because I saw it coming. I didn't remember it like, oh, I know this part happens in the movie, but I saw it coming and I was like, oh, no, Lord, no, not <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. And like, everyone knows what a sneeze is like. Why was he just, but
0: he's so wasted. I he
1: can't catch on.
0: He's so wasted that he does not even wipe his face off. <laughs>
2: no, it's <laughs> on him for the next five minutes of the movie. Oh, it's, it's so ridiculous. nasty. ridiculous.
0: Because I feel like that's a natural reaction. Like someone sneezes on you and you're like, and I've had kids do that to me. So I (laughs) felt his pain deep down in my core where a kid is just like talking to you real close. And all of a sudden they sneeze and you're like, I, there was no warning. My mouth was open. I don't, but I mean, I would immediately go and like scrub my face in the sink he didn't I...
2: hold his breath. Nothing. He straight up just kept going.
1: I want to go rewatch the movie now and watch the scenes where he's Santa again and see if he ever washed the beard because I <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't yeah. think he did.
2: That ice cream was probably on that beard the whole time. Yeah, You're you'll right. see. Nasty. The remnants.
0: Yeah, Nasty. <laughs> 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 Billy Bob you're nasty you're so (laughs) damn nasty
3: hey how about that
2: how about that christmas village from arizona (laughs) i had that i I don't know if it was like an elf with a sombrero on it or it was just like a kid with a sombrero on it and the cactus trees with the lights i go damn this is great
1: (laughs) this was a very hot christmas movie and i i think I, that's one of the reasons i love it so much it's because so
0: sweaty <laughs> because florida
1: like we don't get christmas weather so all the other christmas movies there are snowing and everything and this one is just like you know they're hot and i can relate i love it and
0: also the kid that asked for a fraggle stick <laughs> what i'm still trying to figure out because we've all been there where a kid's trying to tell you something and you have no clue what they're saying. <laughs> and they just keep repeating it. Like they know exactly what they're trying to say. And you're like, you're really cute, but I have no clue what it's okay. like. I just turn into Marlon from Nemo. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but that kid, and he was just like a fraggle stick. And I mean, Willie was just like, okay, a fraggle stick. <laughs> <Move along. laughs> Bye. And that's the parent's problem to figure yeah. out. <laughs> Sure, I'll get you one. Whatever.
1: That scene where he, the kid's picture, and he gives oh it the it little the girl, so he gives it to oh. the mom, and uh, Marcus gives it to the mom.
3: Oh yes.
1: And the kid's face is like turned to the side, and he's like, "And if you'd like to pay extra for copies, it's just like, bitch, I can't even see my kid's face. I'm surprised she didn't get in trouble or like call a manager or something.
0: Yeah." Uh, what were you what kid what which one were you talking about? you said the, the little, little girl. girl where where Marcus is like smiling, it's like the most like cherub little angel. And she just, like looks over her shoulder and <laughs> smiles. And like, the <laughs> contrast of like drunk, dirty Willie Santa.
3: <laughs>
0: it's so perfect. The next scene is a city bus. And it stops and enter. We don't find out his name until much later on in the movie, but once you know it, that's all you call him. Willie always calls him the kid kid or kid, but enter Thurman Merman (laughs) and his clothes are just a little too snug. Because me mama is bad shit crazy. <laughs> She's done. She, yeah, she should be in a home, but there's oh no good, one else to take here. care of
3: I'm her. her. I'm make you sandwiches.
2: <laughs> that was her one line 10 times. It was wonderful. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> Poor Thurman never stood a chance. He's a little (laughs) rotund. Got the curly, curly blonde hair, little cherub face. Baby boy Uh, looks like he got a
1: dry perm. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's not juicy, (laughs) but it is curly.
0: Yes, it is very curly. Yeah. So he's walking and these kids just pick on him constantly. The skateboard kids is what he calls them. They're bullies and they need to be taught a lesson
1: it's surprising like he's just he's like straight across like no emotions whatsoever so even though you're you feel obviously your heart aches for him and you're sad he's still not like crying mad nothing (laughs) i feel like like there was
2: something was wrong with him right i mean he
1: he may be the entire time I mean, he's probably got some issues. I think his mom probably passed away. His dad is,
0: come on now.
3: His climbing a mountain.
0: J- climbing, climbing a mountain, but is in jail. <laughs> Actually, uh, it was on an adventure climbing a mountain. <laughs> right. So
1: regardless if you say you know where your dad is, he's been probably gone for a while. He mm-hmm. feels abandoned. And me mama has checked out. Her body is still there. <laughs> but she gone so yeah you you feel bad for him but i do feel like there would be a cool kinship if he ever met napoleon dynamite
0: yeah they have the same hair
1: yes (laughs) definitely
0: so he goes to see santa and he says something he he notices something ain't right so he pulls on santa's beard (laughs) and he's like we're Why are you wearing a fake beard? Where's your beard? So Willie proceeds to tell him all of his hair fell out. When Thurman inquires as to why, (laughs) Willie replies, I loved a woman who wasn't clean. (laughs) And yet again, you dirty, brah.
1: (laughs) How dare you? I know what he meant by not clean,
0: clearly, but yeah. (laughs) Because Willie literally says, Marcus, get this kid out of here. He's freaking me out. (laughs) And I'm like, you're right, Marcus. He's just like, Thurman is just like staring. Just like no, no facial reactions. Nothing. Just like asking questions, monotone. I don't know how they didn't see to cast this kid in the beginning it shouldn't have been a fight because they the director said that what they
1: wanted to do essentially is kind of make it this disney hallmark thing where he has a redemption arc essentially right Which like the, the direct- kid
0: with bruce willis the disney movie the kid
1: yeah exactly like every one of those damn movies like even santa claus he's a jerk and then he's santa claus what's <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: i don't know why that made me laugh so but and he was just like why can't we just let this guy be a dick and that's it like no redemption no bonding with the kid all this other crap so he was really upset at the final product he does not like the final product of this really movie. he doesn't but the director's cut has it closer to how he would have preferred the movie to be Oh but God, yeah.
2: I'm glad I didn't watch the director's cut.
1: Yes, because the the regular script or the regular movie, it's one of the sweariest movies ever with more than 150, 150 uses of the F word, but the unrated version, and I think the director's cut adds another 20 on top for good measure.
0: Ooh. I like that they refer to it as sweariest movies. <laughs> I did not <laughs> no, know that, that was a term. That's a new word for y'all s-a-t prep so willie goes to the bar that's where he meets the bartender played by lauren graham
1: her name is sue we don't learn that till almost the damn near end
0: and as 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 he's sitting there he's drinking old granddad and she's taking shots with him just getting hammered and trying to engage him in conversation so he he does not want to talk to her but he's answering her questions. Meanwhile, the guy from Office Space is sitting across <laughs> the bar at him, just like, like he's just like <laughs> got an angry face and just like. <laughs> what
1: was that? So that's Ajay Nadu. Nadu is the actor. I don't get it. His name in his name, his character's name is Hindustani Troublemaker. what is that oh no
0: so he does say so we'll get to him but event oh at one point when willie's talking to see the bartender she's like are you for real and he says i'm eating shitting fucking santa claus and she says prove it and then the next scene is them in his shitty ass car fucking worse Worst sex scene ever. Fuck me, Santa. Oh. And
3: there's
1: there's just no rhythm to it. It was just weird.
3: Was I don't know.
1: It was funny is what it was. <laughs> fuck me, Santa. Fuck me, fuck me, Like, uh... I
0: want you to go to therapy because somebody did something to you. She did say that she's just always had a Santa fantasy. Exactly. Yeah. So, and Lauren Graham did hump a chair in her audition to get the role, so...
2: It was a forbidden thing for her. It was. Because she was Jewish. And so she needed to bang Santa.
0: So she tells him she likes him and then she goes back inside. And now Angry Man is outside and he keeps yelling at him, I'm not gay, all of these things. And so... The only thing I can think of is maybe he was inappropriately touched by a Santa when he was a kid, and so he's harboring animosity for all Santas, and he's going to take it out on Willie.
2: That makes way more sense. I thought it was just a terrible gay joke. Yes. <laughs> he, um, tur- he turns him around, and it's like... I gonna thought he a-
1: was going to rape yeah. him. I'm not right? going to lie. I was very yeah. disturbed by this. <laughs> of course. And yeah I was just the whole scene unnecessary yes uh, weird I yes. I didn't understand like it wasn't funny and I don't I just don't know what what it was for I mean Thurman showed up and saved the day so it yeah. Was fine. yeah I mean there's so many he could have gotten robbed or something <laughs> or I don't fucking know it was just weird but you're your backstory sounds a lot better, Thank like David. <laughs> I
3: good
1: was just save, like, Jackie. "What Thank a you. waste of an ac- a good character actor!" Because oh, yeah, we know, he's hilarious. This just wasn't an opportunity for him to be hilarious. Yeah, weird. Very so
0: weird. <clears throat> after he exits scene, Thurman has a lot of questions. Why are you <laughs> driving this car? Where's your sleigh? The sleigh's in the shop. Where your reindeer? They're in a barn next to the shop. Isn't it loud because of the shop? Just asking all of the questions, and then finally, Willie's <laughs> like, "Well, let me just rob this kid." Where's your dad? That's when we find out he's on an adventure climbing a mountain. And then, Mom, where's your mom? <laughs> Mommy lives in God's house with Jesus and Mary and the ghost and the long-eared donkey and Joseph and the talking walnut. <laughs> So then, I think I, we need
1: to make. Sorry, but I it. think we need to make merch for who people whose parents have died, like us, and have shit like this on it to make us laugh. Because oh my gosh, I wouldn't mind having a shirt that said he
0: is <laughs> with Jesus <laughs> and the reindeer."
1: I think it's funny.
0: To say it. <laughs> hold on. So then I, I was thinking about this. I'm like, everything else makes sense except the talking walnut. Is this another thing <laughs> where the kid hears something incorrectly and just starts saying it? I'm mm-hmm. like, what in the story of the birth of Jesus could the talking walnut be? Mm-hmm. And I asked people, I'm like, have you seen Bag Santa? <laughs> Do you know what the talking walnut is? I Googled it. I was convinced there's no answer. I was down a rabbit hole for a good 15 minutes trying to find out what the fucking talking walnut is because to this day sometimes i just say the wooden pickle and the talking walnut and no one knows what i'm talking about so that was my night last night
1: (laughs) so why don't we make something up to help this burden
0: please tell me what the
3: talking walnut is Mm
0: the f- mm. the fourth wise man <laughs> yeah went to Jesus the talking walnut
1: right right um. and then he
0: carved the chalice out of the walnut i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um see got nothing
2: yeah the <laughs> star starry night of some sort why
1: is the walnut talking is this like an equivalent to the burning bush or like mm something like that i don't i don't know why and why a walnut i mean i it's very
0: hard to crack a walnut (laughs) like a nut a nutcracker can we pair it with a nutcracker i don't (laughs) to this day the walnut still baffles me Haunts
1: (laughs) our (laughs) soul
0: all right (laughs) but i so that's
1: where mom is (laughs) i do love this part because he asked about the grandma he's he's like he's like so who do you live with and he's like my grandma and he goes is she (laughs) spry
2: puts that ski mask on real quick
1: i know and the kid doesn't (laughs) the kid doesn't do anything with this like he's wearing a why like you ask all these questions why not ask why santa are you
0: wearing a ski mask (laughs) instead he walks in and he goes grandma are you spry and she she says roger you're home let me fix you some sandwiches (laughs) and And willie cannot believe his good fortune he's (laughs) like you're telling me this is the only adult in the house your mom's dead your dad's on a mountain and this is who's taking care of you Am I correct? And Thurman's just like, yeah, she's making the sandwiches.
1: But he doesn't (laughs) stay the night there, does he? Because he
0: goes back to the hotel. Right. So he asks if dad has a safe, which he does. So he cracks the safe, steals all the money, takes dad's car, and then goes back to the hotel. (laughs) No moral compass whatsoever. No, because the next scene is in the fitting room. What happens in the fitting room, Danielle? She won't be able to shit for a month.
1: That's what's happening. (laughs) I don't think when I originally saw this movie (laughs) that I understood this scene to be anal sex. Mm. I don't think I really thought it through. Mm. Now that I'm older
0: and wiser and why sir
1: (laughs) and then i like there's a lot of references to him wanting to (laughs) like having you know sexual relations this way and i don't i'm like how did i miss all of this there was a
0: lot to take in (laughs) literally
2: every 30 seconds (laughs) there's something
0: And the legs in this scene, the woman's legs, that's Uh Lauren Graham.
3: Oh. Even though
0: it was not the bartender that he was fucking in the fitting room, she was the legs. Yeah, there's a
1: lot of questionable sexual acts or situations in this movie. Mm. Like, kids, it might seem tempting. Movies might make you feel like you should do this and it'll be cool. Don't try to do a goddamn thing in a hot tub jacuzzi. I promise (laughs) you, it will not end well. And that is especially (laughs) for females, okay? Just wanted to share that.
0: The more you know,
1: Danielle. (laughs) Don't do it. Listen to Auntie. (laughs) I suffered, so you do not have to. (laughs)
2: You mean so, that was not that wasn't on MC Hammers? No.
0: He prepared me for drugs but not Jacuzzi intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> so John Ritter's character sees the the ass fucking uh, that's happening in the fitting room so he goes back to Bernie Mac. <laughs> Bernie Mac calls Marcus and Willie in. Marcus says he has low blood sugar.
1: No, well, John Ritter calls them in. He doesn't go to Bernie Mac yet. He talks to the oh, that's two right. of them first. And yes. he pretty much is firing them. And then here comes Billy Bob, of course, is two sheets to the wind, but he has enough to say, you're being racist. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, one of my favorite tactics is to corner a white man into guilt. Pretty much is like, are you, you're going to fire him because he's Black? He's like, I never said that. And it because he's a little person, like this whole thing. So they get out of there. And that's when he goes to go talk to Bernie Mac, which probably a little racist that he goes to the, uh, probably the only, like, what does the security guy have to do with you firing an employee?
0: Well, I think, is it at this point Where Bernie Mac does a background check on them
1: because the background
0: checks came out clean. So the fact that he goes
1: to go talk to Bernie Mac about this situation is just... He says
2: they came out clean, but they weren't clean.
1: Well, yeah, but he doesn't do the background check till after
0: this scene anyways. Well, I think that's where he was going. Like, did we vet these people? Can you... Yeah, but also I'm going to
1: talk to another Black person to show that I'm not racist. I just need to get rid of these people because he's butt-fucking in the big and tall.
2: (laughs) So let me go back to that scene with John Ritter where he's trying to fire them. This line that Billy Bob puts out there after he says, you're going to fire this little person. Do you want 150 of these motherfuckers with little picket signs? I... (laughs) was dying this is ridiculous who says these things (laughs) blew me away out of control (laughs) out of
1: control
3: so
0: after this shift i don't know
1: sorry time time, we don't even know when they get there there's no time Mm -mm. really It just feels like they've been there for a long time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They just show up when they want. They, they greet the kids when they want. So after this encounter, Willie goes back to the hotel and this is when we get Octavia Spencer as opal. And she's like, someone's. Oh no. Willie goes, why are, why are my lights on? And she's like, oh, someone's in the room. And so he's like, well, fuck, I can't. And So is that Bernie Mac going through his room? No, it's Popo have found him, I think. And and
1: maybe it might have been Bernie Mac, but he thinks it's the cops. So he calls Marcus and is like, yo, I think there's like an FBI agent or something, which I think they reference on the answer machine situation too, if I am not mistaken, I could be wrong. So Marcus is like, "There's, is there a place for you to go to lay low?" Mind you, Marcus doesn't say you could come where we are. Mm-mm. First, first sign of times to come. So then he then goes to Thurman's house to go hide out with Grandma and and Thurman.
0: So we will fed with sandwiches. So then we get the bath scene. Actually, he tells Thurman run me a bath. Weird. And then Thurman's (laughs) just standing by the door, just watching William in the bath. I'm going to say this. (laughs) I know
1: that there may not have been any real intention, but this is very problematic for a child if this scenario was to happen. Like the child is following him at night he's in a strange man's car he invites him yep. in the house he lets them stay there this man this grown man is butt-ass naked in a in a dingy pool of water with him he's fucking girls left and right all over the house he's drunk as fuck everywhere
0: <laughs> he crawls in the bed <laughs> with him oh, child protective <laughs> services where were you yes agreed so Thurman's like, can I get you some milk, some cookies, some sandwiches? And finally, Willie's like, what is with you in the fucking sandwiches? <laughs> and then the next morning, Thurman enters the bedroom. He's like, I brought you some orange juice. And Willie drinks it and says, what's in this? And Thurman goes, <laughs> oranges. oranges. And I never caught it until this viewing that... Willie has probably not had just straight up orange juice without <laughs> liquor in it in a many moves.
1: Yes, because we do see him making a screwdriver for Sue one time that she comes over and it's like a bunch of vodka and it's some splashes of orange juice. It's like, and then he just, <laughs> right. And he just, he just has a straight up glass of vodka. Yeah a full glass. I don't know.
0: <laughs> and throughout the know. whole movie, I don't there are very few scenes where you don't see him actively drinking straight from a bottle. Yeah. It's
1: like Brad Pitt in in any movie where he's eating constantly. Yes.
0: It's a lot. It's a lot.
2: So this is one of those grinch moments where he does something that he regrets. So he he he's drunk as hell he sees that advent calendar and he just goes to town (laughs) he was like december 25th december 17th (laughs) december 3rd like he was going at it eats all the chocolates passes out love that camera scene by the way where he just like oh that's so good follows him and then the next morning he's like oh shit when he sees it (laughs) I was like, he "He has a heart. He he, does. He's he's a Grinch. He has a heart.
1: But I wonder if he only feels bad because the kid fucking woke up or came downstairs (laughs) with bloody hands, a huge gash in his hand, yelling and screaming.
2: That's right.
3: The
0: scream. (laughs) But like, we don't find out what the fuck he did to cut his hand that way.
1: And then- We don't ever see him bandage it or anything. Like,
0: what is that? And he like puts his hands on Billy Bob, so he has bloody <laughs> handprints. Billy Bob Ken goes, he's not going to pour that vodka on that kid's hand, is he? Is he? And then
3: he just the like,
0: oh my god!
2: He screams so <laughs> he, loud, it was he's wonderful. Like, I
0: oh, I should have said this is going
1: to sting.
3: Like, <laughs> come on, dude!
1: But. I thought it would have been cool if they had explained it that like Billy Bob and his drunken stupor left glass some weird random mm-hmm. way place for the kit but it just it's it bothers me just like your walnut it bothers me that I don't he was, know.
0: He was whittling the wooden pickle for
2: yeah ah. you don't know for third like 30 minutes because they, they don't go back to that until later much later.
0: And then he's like, why is the pickle painted brown? He's like, that's not brown. That's my blood. That's my dry blood. (laughs) I just never put two and two together. (laughs) I just
1: was like, oh, he bled on it
0: afterwards.
1: Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. So much therapy needed.
0: (laughs) Now at the food court. (laughs)
2: Hey, Marcus is keeping it real at the food court
3: yeah (laughs)
0: yeah
2: i can't rely on you this is the worst season ever
0: (laughs) you're getting more erratic (laughs) and then a lady comes up with her kid which bitch don't don't bug a santa that's actively eating at the food court he's obviously on his break and she's just like look honey it's santa say hello
3: (laughs)
1: I love how he doesn't stop eating his salad as he cusses this bitch out.
0: (laughs) The way lettuce flies out of his mouth (laughs) as he's screaming at her, I still, like when I think of Bad Santa, that is one of the images that comes into my mind. (laughs) And he's like, he's literally just like, I'm fucking eating here. (laughs) And then the lady's like, earmuffs her kid and shovels him away gives him a dirty look i'm like you're the one who bothered him i think she says i'm gonna tell the manager something he owes you nothing Karen. karen. <laughs> it is a karen
2: <laughs> hey i'm just glad billy bob was getting some greens in the system
0: i was shocked. all the
2: help he could get
0: some roughage <laughs> If you think about it,
1: we, I mean, we see him cook later, but we don't really see him eating anything to absorb
0: all this liquor. Mm-hmm. This is the point in the movie where I realized Bernie Mac is lost prevention. Cause I wrote it in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so we are good. Almost probably halfway through the movie. And I finally figure out what his role is. And then we see Willie playing checkers with Thurman and Thurman's <laughs> doing that thing where you keep your finger on the piece you haven't made your move yet. Right. So he's he's calculating, but the kid has some brains because he's like calculating, and Willie's just like, "Are you gonna fucking go? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> and then like Thurman's just like, "King me," and <laughs> Willie
3: flips
0: the fucking board. <laughs> And it is so glorious because you have been in that situation where you're just so mad that you're just like, fuck this shit. Look, I'm going to tell you this. Having many siblings,
1: I have no sympathy for playing with children. I will beat you. No mercy. And I think it helps you grow. It makes you stronger, better, you know?
0: (laughs) Oh, I figured out where the fired Santa is from
1: wait it came to me just now heavyweights yes okay (laughs) espn baby
2: Uh, look at that (laughs) going back to season one
0: it's our summer camp special Check it out (laughs) so some neighbor comes to the door probably from the hoa and so Willie answers the door, and he's like, "Well, who are you? Where's your dad?" And he's like, "I'm Uncle Willie," which just sounds creepy as all hell.
1: Yeah, but it <laughs>
0: it tracks with what we're going
1: through here. Yep, I remember doing that a lot on uh, in our neighborhoods, lining with the sandbags and the candles,
0: luminaries.
1: Don't don't smile like oh. You don't know what it's called. It's sandbags.
3: <laughs>
1: it's the it's the bags you use for your lu- it's the lunch
0: bags with the sand and the in the
1: candles. Do you okay.
0: remember the city would dump sand on the corners of certain streets so that you could go and get the sand for the luminaries? That must have been in other areas that I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, the HOA is saying that they're going to put out luminaries and willie thinks it's fucking stupid but he ends up doing it anyway in a later scene because thurman's really excited about it so now sue is just a regular at the house too
1: and maybe wasn't he sleeping with a totally different girl at one scene in the in, in the hot tub scene i didn't think that was no that
0: that was her
2: yeah that was her oh okay
0: yeah I think they were exclusive with the exception of the large lady in the big and tall fitting rooms. I don't know. He was fucking all
1: over that damn mall. So <laughs> maybe he has a daytime, <laughs> nighttime like situation going on. I don't know.
2: Hey, Bernie Mac had a good line that I missed. It was, I'm not advocating celibacy. I hope not. It would be the end of the human race.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs>
2: what is going on
1: here did we get to the scene where he's getting his
0: pedicure because that shit oh dying yeah. where he was like i want the shiny top <laughs> yeah the hard candy
2: was he <laughs> eating something there was like stuff in his teeth i'm like
0: yeah <laughs> homeboy had scurvy or something <laughs> something was going on with bernie max character but now marcus is in a vent they're they're doing their recon for christmas eve night when they're gonna rob the safe and so he crawls in the vent and he gets the model number of the security vcrs and tvs Mm -hmm. so that comes back into play later and there's a cutaway scene of thurman going to his advent calendar and opening it for the day it's just a fucking candy corn. <laughs>
3: candy
0: corn. <laughs> but and William's just like they can't all be winners.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to know what else is in the rest of the Advent calendar.
0: The only he- other one we see is he's like an aspirin, <laughs> an aspirin. and it's literally <laughs> like an Advil liquid gel. <laughs> The oh my biggest God. choking hazard he could find <laughs> at least the kid is smart enough to know it's an advil and do not eat that
3: <laughs> that is
0: just shameful he does he's not dumb because he-,
1: no. he does say somebody's been fucking around with my something's wrong with my advent calendar because
0: mm. there's all this tape on it it just looks messed up but, you but know- w- willie did a pretty good job of piecing it back together yeah I was impressed. I don't understand why you just buy a new one. <laughs> That's true. Then you get more chocolate because you just like pop yeah. up in the days we've already done. <sighs> I
3: think
2: thinking. that Thurman Merman is <laughs> purposefully ignorant. Like it's just it function. It's, it's how he survives. It's a know? coping
0: mechanism. Completely. Yes. Yeah,
2: So you just see it. And that was one of the things where when he flips the board game, he's like, you've been playing me, kid. Because he thinks he's like, how can this idiot beat me at checkers? But
1: he's not. Thurman is not
2: stupid.
0: He got solid C's on his report card. There was a B. There was one B. (laughs) But Thurman goes back to the mall. And the bullies... Give him the worst wedgie I have ever seen. It's completely up his FUPA. It's behind David.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have to go
0: right or left? I don't get it. He's just like. Is that mm-hmm. your underwear? Not his poopa, Jackie. It was his poopa, Danielle. <laughs> There's no way around it. It was up his
1: poopa. Got a little belly, and you know, that must have hurt. That, I have to feel like the underwear must have ripped at that point. It had to have. Yeah. I didn't know kids were still rocking wedgies. That's just like, why do you have my personal space that way? It's gross.
0: Meanwhile, while Willie's inquiring Thurman about his wedgie situation, he's rooting around in his ass. And Tony Cox ad-libbed the, you probably shouldn't be digging in your ass line. And the director was like, got it, gold, (laughs) print, we're
1: good and he loved the line so like he had a hard time not cracking up every time they did it after that and I can imagine because even you just relaying
0: <laughs> I'm laughing <laughs> oh, that line is so good <laughs> so oh and then Thurman comes back because he decides earlier in the movie Thurman had told Willie that he wanted a pink elephant for Christmas yeah. such a such a sweet simple simple boy (laughs) but he comes back because of the bullies and says he wants a gorilla named Davey to beat up the skateboard kids who tug on his underwear what why (laughs) so specific about the gorilla just a question (laughs) I think he has to live in some sort of like fantasy world to protect himself
2: He has to protect the mechanism. Willie don't care, though. He tells him to grow up.
0: (laughs) Grow up here. He said, (laughs) Willie tells him, stop being a pussy. You have to fight them. Willie's parenting guide for (laughs) the (laughs) non-gentle (laughs) parent. And then we cut to Bernie Mac. And he's now on to Willie and Marcus and it's, he's like, it's been seven cities in seven years. And he's talking to Marcus. He's like, I, I don't care. I just want in and I want half. And Marcus is like a third. (laughs) Let, let me just do this
1: scene with you because I die every time you go
0: ahead. 30%. Half. I meant 33%. Mm, half. What was the next one? It was, I, I think it was
1: 40%. Half.
0: 45%. <laughs> That's my favorite
1: part. It's <laughs> wow. <old> fucking
0: movie. <laughs> it's him just <laughs> mouthing. <laughs> And so Marcus is kind of over a barrel. And so he's like, uh, okay. He even went with the 49%. And
2: then, question mark.
0: Running back
1: was still like half.
0: And Billy Poplar
1: is like, it's just a fucking point. And then, it's like, <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> just watching him, these two idiots go back and forth in <laughs> their negotiations made me die laughing.
0: Oh,
2: gosh. Bernie Mac hustling, baby.
0: A hundred percent. I like how he just stayed firm in half the whole time. (laughs) So now Willie has to go and be Santa. And he's coming up the escalator. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like sleeping on the rail. And you know how the rail goes just a tad bit faster than the steps. So like (laughs) eventually you're stretched out. And then he comes over. This is when he gets upset with the donkey and like tears that fucking donkey apart in front of all the children. Mi burrito. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the kids, man, just everybody <laughs> looks so shocked and scared. And I don't know how they didn't immediately get fired up. Well, I guess we do know because John Ritter's character is too
0: fucking scared. (laughs)
1: to fire
0: these morons. And I have a (laughs) note here. I don't remember what the situation was, but Bernie Mac says to Marcus, I could stick you in my ass, short fry. (laughs) Yeah, he's... (laughs) Oh my god, that scene where they're going back and forth, hilarious! I just, just arguing remember. and like just punching down. It like, oh. <laughs> so now he said Will- that he needs help to
1: pick up Willie. Oh yeah! And he's like, "Oh, go take him to the car." He's like, "Bitch, see how big I am! I take his ass to the damn car."
0: It's physics. <laughs> I weigh ninety seven pounds, so now Willie is trying to off himself. He's sitting in a car in the garage, has a hose from the tailpipe in the window. Thurman comes out and he's like, oh yeah, after I'm dead, give this letter to the police. And then he notices Thurman has a black eye. So he's like, what the fuck happened to your eye? And Thurman said, it's the skateboard kids. And so now Wooly has a reason to live. And that reason (laughs) is to teach Thurman how to beat
1: up the skateboard kids. I feel like I totally blacked out this whole section of the movie when i rewatched it i was like this is real dark <laughs> shit. i do not remember him trying to commit suicide
2: yeah i don't remember that either
1: yeah oh my gosh
2: i do remember him beating up the bullies
1: <laughs> yes, yes i do remember oh my god maybe <laughs> maybe we are
0: just like Thurman we wipe that out of our minds it's like bad thoughts out only good thoughts so they go to was it the boxing ring yeah they're at a boxing ring and what happens to now
1: (laughs) so he begs Marcus to come help with the kid Marcus is like, fuck you, I'm not doing this shit. And he's like, I need you to help me with this one thing. And so he squares off with the kid and Thurman kicks him right in the nuts, which not the best thing to do because we're supposed to be boxing here, but okay. So then Marcus kicks the kid in the nuts too. It's just, I don't think anything is learned in this session
0: whatsoever. (laughs) yeah well i mean that's not true because that's eventually how thurman gets back at the bullies he kicks them in the nuts but he
1: came up with that first nobody taught him that in the ring he did it first when he kicked marcus first and i don't think nobody taught him that's true so again no purpose (laughs) in strategy session
2: this is where willie says i think i turned a corner i beat the shit out of some kids today but it was for a purpose (laughs) made me feel better about myself
1: maybe thurman needed to be able to see that he can kick someone to do it again but yeah sorry no help whatsoever
0: so now oh i guess it, it He gives Willie the wooden pickle at this point. They're back at the house. He gives Willie the wooden pickle. I thought it was on Christmas Eve, but it's not. And then Willie's like, Why the fuck is it brown? Why did you paint it brown? And he's like, That's my blood because he was whittling <laughs> the pickle for him. So, so, so sad. And in this scene, let me paint the picture. I totally forgot. Willie and sue are on the floor she has her top off just in a bra and he's like kissing her stomach and stuff and thurman just comes in and is like here's your present it's a wooden pickle <laughs> and then he's just like good night santa what do you he call her San- good night. Santa uh, mrs claus's sister mrs, uh, Claus yeah, mrs. Claus mrs. santa's sister is
3: what he calls
2: <laughs> <her>. <laughs> ridiculous
3: <laughs> and then he the had, next he had going- what,
2: her, her thong was in his mouth like yes
3: his <laughs> the whole time <laughs> that thong, he's thong, talking thong, to thong.
0: Him. <laughs> and then the next morning is when he's like I got good grades look at my report card and this is all all C's in the a b. and this is when Willie learns that his name is Thurman Merman <laughs> <laughs> But Thurman kind of alley-oops Willie in this scene because Willie was like, Willie's very apathetic. He's like, whatever, why are you showing me this? And he's like, well, I thought maybe if I showed you my report card, I get at least one present. I haven't had a present in years. And then Willie's still just like, whatever. And so then Thurman turns around and is just like, even though I'm a dipshit loser.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: so bad and so this is Christmas Eve now right I think so yeah and so (laughs) so they get they get to work super early Mm -hmm. to get everything set up and the mall cop is just being extra douchey not a not really doing his security job properly but harassing them about coming in a few minutes early And when they get back to be able to see the where the safe is, Mm -hmm. I believe that's when it it dawns on Willie like he sees the safe. It's a safe that is
2: not like can't be cracked. Danielle, you did a Thurman Merman. You did I skip over something? We we forgot Bernie Mac. He 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 got off. Oh, but we're not there
0: yet because we haven't even. That was before the
2: safe though.
0: Yeah, Danielle's way ahead. Oh, okay, yeah, but it's
1: kind of like it just kind of <laughs> happens right, that right. Marcus and his wife tag team and end up killing. What is his character's name? Bernie Mac. Okay. <laughs> Bernie <laughs> Bernie Mac's character is he Let gets offed. Jin. Gin. G I N. Like Jin like gin gets... the... like rummy. Like the like alcohol. Jin alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Well, gin gets offed and. So this is when they're going to go steal now, right? So, yeah, now they're like, okay, shit, they can't get into the safe. Thank you. So then they're just like, okay, we're just going to go steal the other shit from the department store. Mm -hmm. Now, at some point,
0: he wrote a letter. That was the letter he gave Thurman to give to the police once he was off. So- the department store the mall closes for the night everyone leaves and what marcus does is he hides in the decorations and then he always runs and turns off the alarm lets willie back in so marcus climbs into the vents has a universal remote program so he can turn off all the vcrs and the tvs in the security station and we forgot to talk about this. The entire season, as they're working, we just get these little clips of Marcus's wife with like a journal writing down what she wants from the department store. So while Willie is cracking the safe, Marcus is always shopping for his wife. And so this is when Willie's like, This is the. I wrote, Kitner boy rebound. It can't be cracked. So Kitner is a nod to the Kitner boy Alex, one of the people that was killed in the movie Jaws. So,
2: why uh, do you think they brought them in or that in?
1: They the might movie? be fans of the movie. I guess yeah. the writers
3: being
0: random. So we see we get this really weird like. it's it's not side by side but it's like cut back and forth of willie has tried everything now he's just trying to a sledgehammer into the safe meanwhile marcus is trying to get the mink stole that's on his wife's list but (laughs) he can't reach it so he has a golf club and he's like whacking the mannequin's leg trying to chop it down so he can get the
1: mink i didn't know why like that scene bothered me because i'm like wouldn't it have been more efficient to just like try to leverage the the golf club to tip it over so it would have fell
0: i i would think so too yeah you're taking Um, up time marcus yeah because i don't even know if you could really chop through that
1: but yeah again my brain thinking about shit that doesn't matter
2: you wouldn't be able to play that classical music
0: yeah that's the music that that chopping scene (laughs) the music throughout this movie is very beautiful it's either like classical music pieces or like very classic holiday songs
3: yes
0: so it's a very good contrast to like what's happening on screen a lot (laughs) of the time but willie finally gets the safe open and then he's like i gotta get one more thing he goes to a display of stuffed elephants and thurman did mention at one point, I think when he was switching to Davy the gorilla, he said at one point, I was coming to tell you that I wanted a purple elephant instead of a pink elephant. But now I want Davy the gor- gorilla to beat up the skateboard kids. And so Willie is standing in front of this huge display and they're pink and purple elephants, And he's, <laughs> he's like, like, I can't remember which <laughs> one. <laughs> so he finally grabs one the cops show up and so he's like but I can't ruin Thurman's Christmas so he's driving to Thurman's house to deliver the pink elephant and as he's running up the steps they shoot him multiple times in the back and there's a bunch of kids
1: that come out so they see that the cops have shot Santa so everyone's flipping out now I must say the line where he says later that that was more traumatizing than the rodney king shooting i have problems Mm -hmm. with that line not necessary yeah so many other things to compare to not cool yeah
2: this whole movie was brutal it was just unbelievable the shit that came out of these people's mouths i couldn't believe it (laughs) i must be a dad i must be a dad
0: (laughs) Oh, and we forgot the most important part. As Willie's Marcus. trying to leave, Marcus holds him up and is like, I'm going to take you out. You're alive. We killed Jen, Bernie Mac's character. Pretty much it's me and Lois from now on. And I can't even remember what happens to Marcus. Oh, the, the cops-, cops. He gets in
1: a shootout yes. with them. And so he and his wife are trying to get away in a shopping cart. Are. I think he gets arrested. I don't think he mm-hmm. gets killed, but yeah.
0: yes. So the voiceover at the end of the movie is that, yes, because the cops open fire and shot him in the back and what tipped them, the cops off to go to the store was Thurman gave them his letter where he confesses to like all the things. But because Marcus was in that shootout and because he got shot in the back and it was bad optics essentially he did not get charged with anything and they pinned it all on marcus
1: black man always
0: taking the fall And then somehow Mrs. Santa's sister becomes his temporary guardian while Willie is in the hospital recovering. I want to talk to Arizona's Child Protective <laughs> Services
1: because y'all
0: are a hot mess in this movie. But she does take care of him because a part we didn't go over was... After he has that conversation about not receiving presents for the past couple of years since his dad went to. Adventures in the mountains. Yeah. (laughs) Mrs. Santa's sister does come over. She pops popcorn so they can string popcorn and they put up a tree and she steals grandma's Grandma's. pantyhose as stockings. (laughs) She tries to make a really nice Christmas for him. So she does care about Thurman and his well-being. Yeah. He's in better hands with her than with grandma for sure. Yeah,
2: yes. I was I was thinking for the longest time, where is this grandmother from? And it was another one of those raunchy movies. It was Beer Fest. She <laughs> was the grandmama that was a <laughs> whore by trade. You, do you guys remember watching? She was a whore by trade. <laughs> yes, everybody knows her for being a whore whore by trade yes
1: (laughs) cloris leachman Leachman. is like a freaking legend she is
3: and she
0: was amazing
1: i loved her banter and relationship with betty white they would be so raunchy there's so many movies that she's in it's just like she was the grandma in now and then which was really funny she was in that movie you again with Betty White and Kristen Bell so many like other more relevant movies yeah
0: but she was uncredited in this movie
3: oh really
1: that makes sense because when I did starring it they didn't put her name there I was like oh gotta add it but that makes sense
0: yeah she's so amazing she's phenomenal i every time she shows up in a movie i am excited because you
1: know you're about to laugh your ass off and she had no problem being extremely raunchy so yeah
0: so willie there's more voiceover where he's like i hope you like your gift thurman like opens his t-shirt and there's writing on it but you can't see it right away and he goes and shows (laughs) it to mrs santa's sister and he puts it on, and the writing's on the back. I'm like, did that boy put his shirt on backwards? Is the writing supposed to be on the back? I'm confused. <laughs> but then the bullies show up as he's like uh, oiling his bike chain or something. He kicks him in the balls, hops on his bike. You get to see the writing on the back. David, <laughs> what does the writing say?
2: I don't I don't remember what it was. I'm looking for it. <laughs> What was the dang writing? <laughs> you tell me. I can't.
0: Danielle, do you remember something about being naked? Shit happens when you party naked. Yes. <laughs> and as he's pedaling away, he flips them the bird, and
2: into the sunset.
0: Off into the sunset, and that is bad Santa. <laughs> and we get end credits. Where it says "In loving memory of John Ritter," because this
1: was his final role, unfortunately. See, see if there's any factoids we missed. Apparently, so, so, there's a scene with Sarah Silverman where she's teaching a class full of Santas how to be a bit better at their jobs. Where they got cut, not mad at it. Don't like her at all, at all. So happy for them. Oh, the the parking lot. If it looks familiar. You may recognize it from the mall parking lot from Jackie Brown. That scene where Robert De Niro literally just shoots Bridget Fonda. Spoiler alert, my bad. I like how I do that after I say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like how Billy Bob Thorne had to defend the film against the Christian right. And he said, we did get a few comments he told film form and my reply was always as far as i know santa claus is not in the bible i think you guys are talking about jesus true <laughs> it's not a like it was wrong. a
1: kids movie you no know?
0: although he did say a surprising number of small children come up to him and say, "Like I liked when you were in that Santa movie, or like oh and He's like, "What are your parents letting you watch?" Like, <laughs> and for Billy Bob to think this, <laughs> like, for him to have concern, exactly.
1: The original script, the final draft, was sent to Universal Pictures, and it was rejected <laughs> because it was it was the foulest disgusting misogynistic anti-christmas anti-children thing we could imagine all of which influenced bob weinstein of miramax to give it the green light so mm-hmm.
2: not surprised I mean, there that's what made it work to be honest it was just so far left field that you <laughs> it's just shock and awe is what they went with and in the czech republic the title is translated as Santa is a pervert, <laughs> which is also kind of true.
0: A little blunt, I Hundred percent.
1: Well, if you have an opinion about this movie, about any of our opinions, make sure to hit us up at No More Late Fees on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. And let's get into our present day ratings, David. Starting with you. Now that you've rewatched it as an adult, as a dad, how would you rate this movie?
2: My God, this was <laughs> all kinds of troubling. <laughs> <laughs> how, how the hell did I give this? You know,
1: a would buy it,
2: buy and buy again. <laughs> in the beginning, I'm I'm leveled down all the way to a two day run. The vulgarity, the audacity. The the terrible fade ins and fade outs of the movie itself. <laughs> the the 1980s dress in a lot of the casts that are there, like just in the backdrops. I'm like, what what time frame is this? Isn't this 2000? <laughs> So all of that drops me down two-day <laughs> uh, mm.
1: Hmm. Me? Danielle? <laughs> I still own this movie. I don't know how to mm-hmm. play it, though. Would I rewatch this on repeat? No. Did I still laugh? Yes. That's a fact. You know what? I think it's a... I'm stuck between a two-day and a five-day. I'm gonna go with a five-day still. I don't hate it. I, I it's, it's still very watchable. There's some questionable things, but it's not as bad. The questionable... I feel like we watched other movies that... <laughs>
0: weren't at what like unintentionally questionable yeah right where this was intentionally intentionally questionable
3: yeah
2: that's that's how i feel about these movies i mean you go to a you know go to watch stand-up comedy you know don't go over there to get offended because right. that's what you're walking into
0: exactly So for me, I do own it on iTunes because at one point it was $4.99 and why not? But I I would agree with David. Two-day rental for me. Every once in a very blue, blue moon would I like, oh, let's pop bad Santa in. But I will quote the the pickle and the talking walnut to this day. (laughs) <laughs> so if you have hard opinions about this movie if you love this movie or if you just want to talk about your day in general anything please call into our quick drop 909 601 MLF 909-601-6653 you can twat us on the twitters while it's still around or you can leave a voicemail on our anchor fm account that's for our international listeners and you can be featured on a future episode
1: I want my Billy Bob, Billy Bob, Billy Bob, Billy Bob, Billy Bob, Billy Bob, Billy Bob. Where'd you go? Billy Bob Thornton, Billy Bob.
0: Oh, no.
2: Did did you fall? What just
0: happened? I I knocked my camera off. It was not as bad as when the picture fell on me. That shit was hilarious
1: who's up for some body swapping fun join us next week as we cover the hot
0: chick
3: april (laughs) it's me (laughs) i'm in here
0: and as always be kind and rewind